Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So what is Holy Thursday all about? Man, it is jammed with stuff. So when we read the readings today, we see that the first reading is all about how the Lord gave them specific instructions to kill an unblemished lamb, make sure that they roast it and they eat it, all of the members in the family and put the blood on the posts of the door so that when Jesus comes and strikes down the firstborn of everyone else who doesn't have that blood, they'll be saved. And he also struck down all of the firstborn of the beasts as well. And he specifically said, this is how you are to eat it. This is how you are supposed to do it. And if you do, as I say, you will be saved. (laughs) This is what we call typology. This is what Jesus fulfills for us. Jesus, at the same time, which is what God says, on the 10th day of the month, you do this. On the 14th day, you do that. And this is the time of the year that you, every single year, will celebrate with your family. And that is what we have to remember in our lives. This is Easter, the same time, and this is the Passover, right? Passover means God passed over these homes and didn't kill the firstborn because they followed his instructions to a T. They ate the roasted flesh of the lamb. And that is exactly what we do in Catholicism. Jesus is the lamb of God. Jesus is the sacrificial lamb who is going to be crucified. He's going to pour his precious blood out everywhere. And this is the institution of the Eucharist today. This is where Jesus held up bread and said, this is my body and you must eat it. Chew on it. Gnaw on it is the Greek word. And here is my blood and you must drink it. And they all did. So not only was it the institution of the Eucharist and fulfilling exactly what was happening in the Jewish practice and the Jewish tradition, it was the establishment of the church and the priests. So the priests were instituted. So they are the ones who can take that same practice that Jesus just did in a specific way, just like we Read in the first reading today, here's how you're supposed to do it. Specific instructions. There should be no wavering across every single Catholic church during the Eucharistic liturgy. 
It's the same because it is the same process that God tells us. Okay. Then the gospel today talks about Jesus washing their feet, washing the apostles' feet. And Peter's like, wait a minute, dude, you're like the master here. Like, you're not washing my feet. Get out. Get up. Get up. (laughs) This is embarrassing for me. And Jesus said, you don't know what I'm doing right now. You will later. But if I don't wash your feet, you have no inheritance in me. And so, of course, I would probably say the same thing Peter did was like, oh, okay, well, don't just wash my feet, wash my whole whole body. But the only reason why you need to have your feet only washed if you've bathed that day is because you're walking around in dust and dirt. Their feet must have been black, so disgusting. And by the way, the slaves in the most, you know, in the houses that had slaves would wash their feet when they came into the door. That's what you did because your feet were so dirty. It was one of the lowest tasks that slaves had to do. And here the king of all, God himself, is going to wash his apostles' feet. And he basically says, this is the model for you, everyone. I have shown you how to serve and love others. Do as I do. So this is a big point for us. This gets back to the two greatest commandments, loving God, loving ourselves, loving others. And then on top of today, with all of these things, the institution of the Eucharist, the birth of the priesthood, and the true commandment, which is to love others and serve others, It's the start of Jesus's passion. He knows in the readings specifically, hey, I know that this is the time. This is when the Lord is calling me home, my father. So I have to go through all of this. And then he starts in the garden of Gethsemane, goes out to pray. I mean, what a unfolding, what an unfolding of stuff that we should really think about today. We might get sad. We might get fearful. We might really feel emotions as we think about all that Jesus went through today. And this is a good thing. We should. We should always feel joy because he did all of this for the love of us. And we should be real grateful that we have Jesus's church. Yes, It's a church that has had the smoke of Satan in it. We know that there are evil people in the church. There's no question. We are human beings, priests as well. So I pray that some of you have some real holy priests that you have around you that are celebrating mass that that you know. I know many have struggled with priests in their own parish and don't have a whole lot of options depending on where you live in the world. But in the end, we should just take today and reflect on the start of all of it. And try to put yourself in different positions. Put yourself in Peter's position. Put yourself in Jesus's position. Put yourself in Judas's position. Put yourself in the high priest's, in the Sanhedrin's position. 
plotting to kill Jesus because of their power and their greed and their love of money. Because that's exactly what's happening today. Today, Jesus couldn't be more hated by the world. And the rulers of this world are evil. And the rulers of this world do not care about humans. They look at us as slaves. We are here to do things and they just take advantage of us. They do not care about us. What they care about is their power and their money. And this is the evil that has overtaken them. They are Judas. Look at Judas. All he was doing was stealing from all of the donations and all of the other Christians who are supposed to be living together and sharing and loving one another. That's the other thing that we need to remember is the foot washing and the fact that he showed us how to live. No matter how much money or power we have, we need to love and serve one another. There's a lot to think about today. A lot, a lot, a lot. And so take time to reflect. Go back and read the readings today. We've been telling a story for the last few weeks through Sunday Mass, if you're paying attention. And we've walked up to this moment. Now, I am not going to come with a podcast tomorrow on Good Friday. Um, my husband and I are going in for blood tests because I've been eating keto and he's been eating low-fat, low-carb stuff. And, and it's time for us to get our tests done. So we'll see whose cholesterol is better. But I wasn't going to come anyway because Good Friday is such a day where we should take a break silence ourselves, think about what Jesus is really going through today, all day. If you can go to three o'clock veneration of the cross, there's a mass at three o'clock, that would be beautiful. And it's time again for us just to love him and think about him and thank him and cry over him. I'm hoping that my husband will watch the passion of the Christ with me tomorrow night I hope, I hope, I hope, I pray, I pray, I pray. If not, I'll have to watch it on my own. But that is what I'm really hoping to do, is to just focus on Jesus. Maybe fast a little. I'm going to fast today. These are days where we are getting to the beautiful resurrection, but we need to also pay attention to what he is doing. So, I'm forwarding to Good Friday, but again, let's make today about today, the institution of the priesthood, the Eucharist, and the fact that we are to love one another and serve one another. And think about all that everyone is going through, confused maybe the apostles are, you know, the, the, the praying in the Garden of Gethsemane and the sweating of blood. And how Jesus must have been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. And then Judas turns him in. I mean, there's so much that goes on today that I pray that we all take some time to reflect. And of course, 
have a beautiful Easter celebration. No matter if you're attending another person's feast or you're making the feast yourself or it's just a small little gathering or maybe it's just you, make it special. When you receive Jesus in the Eucharist, make it special, especially on Easter. We should always receive reverently the Lord in the Eucharist, but let's be grateful and thankful that we are able to have Jesus within us, that all of the things that he's done is for us, and that the Eucharist gives us strength. And it gives us courage and it heals us and it protects us. Let's make Easter all about serving and loving others. Even if you're by yourself, you know people that you can reach out to and make it about Jesus. Please make sure that the little ones know it's not about a bunny in an Easter basket and candy which for my whole life, I couldn't wait for Easter because of the candy. So sad. And my parents never knew. Seriously, they did not know, and they were raised Catholic, that that was Jesus in the Eucharist. They didn't know anything about it. So we need to teach and bring the reason for the season of Easter back into the celebration. Ah. <sighs> Enjoy this time. Allow God to speak to your heart. Open your heart and walk with him through these next few days. And I will come and speak to you on Monday. God bless you all. Let's pray briefly in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, what a gift you have given us. Your Son, your only begotten son. And too often we don't thank you. We don't appreciate and we take for granted Jesus and the Eucharist and the sacraments of the Catholic church and the priests and what they do for us. We ask you, Lord, to fill our hearts and to enlighten us more. This triduum as we approach Easter, the beautiful resurrection Help us to also love Jesus more and to love others more and to serve others. We ask this in Jesus' holy name, in Jesus' precious blood, and in Jesus' merciful love. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, everyone, I love you all. Have a beautiful triduum. Take time. So whatever time that you were going to spend listening to my podcast tomorrow, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, <laughs> whatever, how long I go, take that time and sit with Jesus and thank him and love him and go visit him. You may be able to go to a three o'clock veneration of the cross. That's a beautiful celebration. I remember going to that once. And all I did was bawl my eyes out. People were stopping at my pew because I was on the end, putting their hand on me, 
One woman said, oh, it's okay. I don't know what they were thinking I was thinking, but I was just so overwhelmed with tears and emotion about what Jesus did for us. It, <laughs> it was a powerful, powerful moment for me. And I publicly lost it. I mean, I'm not, t- I'm not just saying I had tears running down my face. I was bawling. <laughs> this kind of bawling with floods, floods of water coming out of my face and snots and everything. It was, I, I can't even explain it. And I hope that something like this hits you during this Triduum as you're reflecting on the Lord and his amazing love for us and what he's done to give us his church, to help us and feed us and protect us and to guide us and to heal us on the way. Ah, okay. Happy Triduum. Happy Easter. I'll talk to you on Monday. Find something more with God, soul, mind, and body. Have a blessed and inspired day.